Hey everyone, I'm Alexa Golden. And I'm Haley Piper. And And together, together, we are the Gossip and Gratitude Podcast. Tune in each week to get a taste of what life's really like in your 20s. We'll be bringing you all the relatable gossip from getting dumped to landing that first job after college. So sit back, grab some wine, and let's spill some tea. Is this thing on? (laughs) There was definitely just cat hair in my nose because we are currently (laughs) recording at Haley's house. And this is what happens when you record at her house. Literally. There's cat hair everywhere. Literally. This is is what happens. Lex walks into my house. It is a gong show right now. It's a sweatshop in my basement. There's scrunchy shit everywhere. (laughs) Everything's mayhem. And there's cat hair on everything. She comes in my room. We like, (laughs) I grab some like like, plywood from the garage (laughs) and like bolt down these mics onto that. I grab a random cabinet door. Put with a, a towel yeah, on it for our a, camera. Her camera literally got yeeted onto the floor. I was like, and it was my idea to be like, let's record. So I'm sorry, Lex. No, it's okay. I should have brought my tripod, but I was too lazy. But welcome to the life of me where there's ca- always cat hair on everything. <laughs> I literally had nose. like the mic gray hair and then I was like, oh, my nose. Like it came off the mic into my nose, but we're good. When you were setting up the mic, I saw the cat hair and I like sneakily tried to be like, <laughs> like pull it all you off. You knew I would notice. Uh, sorry, girl. That's hilarious. Uh, whatever. Okay. It could be worse. Um, hey guys, welcome back to Gossip and Gratitude. It's another week, another Monday. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we, this makes your Mondays less painful. We hope so. Yeah. Let us know. Okay, so let's start off with what we're grateful for okay. today. You first or me first? You can go first. Okay, so I'm grateful for the Real Housewives. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I literally live for the Real Housewives. I Well, not all of them. I'm a big Orange County. Beverly Hills is my fave. I'm watching a bit of Dallas <laughs> and uh, I, I know them. Oh, New York is good sometimes. I don't like New Jersey and oh, freaking I think I used to know Potomac. them. <laughs> Whoa. I think I used to watch New Jersey. Is that the one like, maybe they're not the same <laughs> Teresa Judice. Maybe. I don't know. It's, they're pretty ratchet. Okay. But. Maybe if I saw them, I would know, but I think I used to watch them, but like not anymore. Yeah. You got off that bandwagon. Yeah. But they they put my mind at ease that's good it's an escape from reality <laughs> it is yeah that's a good one what's yours lex um my thing that i'm grateful for today is self-help books Ooh. i've been reading a lot of self-help books and like spirituality books and mm-hmm. stuff just to try and better myself I and i just it. feel like it's been kind of good instead of like going on my phone before bed mm-hmm. i've been trying to read <laughs> have you learned any any tips tricks i mean not enough to share just yet but okay, maybe fair. we'll talk about it one day yeah let's do like a best your fave self-help books and what we've learned yeah would y'all like that well, let us know all right so today's episode is gonna get heated just kidding but <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about like what what are some healthy relationship signs? Like yeah. what are some good things to implement and to look for in a relationship and a, a significant other? And I guess some red flags too. Yeah. So. I feel like both of us are in a good place with our men. I feel yeah. like we both are in pretty good relationships and there's not a lot of issues. But it but always I, ha- it hasn't always been. <laughs> no, for sure. I feel like we both have our fair share of struggles. And I also think we have a lot of girlfriends who've gone through some, some shady men. relationship yeah. moments and no shade to anyone if you've been in a relationship and we kind of talk about some of these like red flags that you should be worried about because obviously everyone goes through rough patches yeah. and everyone's relationship is different yeah. but maybe if you listen to this episode it might give you kind of some realizations that maybe yeah. things aren't you know normal the yeah. things you're experiencing maybe aren't 
how they should be and maybe yeah. it'll kind of give you some clarity but you know obviously all in the end it's up to you who you want to date and like and I have learned this is like one of my biggest lessons in dating I've learned because I always thought relationships were like black and white mm-hmm. but it's all gray so whatever works for you like just because we say oh this is a red flag like y'all might have you know overcome all that stuff so that doesn't mean that it's bad like you always grow and no one's getting hurt in the process um but this is just going to be kind of like our from our experience and our friends that we know's experience i think totally yeah yep okay so let's should we start out with the the red flags what to do it Uh, i have a good one to start off for because i think that this is one that i started noticing like even back in high school, this was kind of like the only thing that ever really like caused drama okay. in high school in my group of mm-hmm. people that I knew. Um, and that was when you're with somebody who doesn't respect you having other relationships besides mm. the one with them, if that makes sense. Fair. So people who, you know, they want you to put them before their your friends and your family. Oh, actually that happened to me in my first relationship. Really? He totally did that. Like he, he tried get to mad. Like steal you away from yes. everyone. Yeah. If I like hung out with my girlfriends at lunch, yeah. he would he be get like, mad. yeah. Oh my God, realizations. <laughs> but yeah. I just know like in high school, I had some friends who got into relationships and it kind of became one of those things where she like stopped hanging out with mm-hmm. us. And then we were all kind of like, okay, well like screw you then if you're always going to choose your boyfriend over us mm-hmm. then like when you guys break up because like we're freaking 16 years old and you're yeah. clearly, mo- you know most likely not going to get married um, hey but shout out to those high school those sweethearts that do, yeah <laughs> but in that situation we were just kind of like okay well if you're going to choose him over us then like when you guys break up or if you break up like we're not going to be here with open yeah. arms welcoming yeah. you back like you just ditched us you burned that bridge too many yeah. times so i think it's really important to have the balance and make sure that your partner like is also the same way Mm because you also don't want them to like only hang out with you and then it's like oh i'm gonna hang out with my friends but then if i'm hanging out with them and he's just sitting at home waiting for me like you want him to be like okay then i'll just go hang out with my friends (laughs) yeah you know i think it's like really attractive too when your significant other has like hobbies and friends oh yeah like i'm like pumped i'm like and i want them to come home to me with like the tea and the gossip like fill me in right so i think that's like a big trait so and i also just think like like you'll go insane just spending your whole life just with one human you need to like have other relationships even especially it can be really hard if you were never like that but then maybe if you like moved in together or something you're kind of like oh now i feel like we have to spend like every moment that Mm -hmm. we're at home together but that's so like not the case yeah i think it's still important to make sure that you've got alone time yes or time to like just have your friend over and just hang out you too and not even though he's there he can just be in another room or go do something else you know what i mean yeah because it like i feel like you get excited when you miss them like yeah you know what is that distance makes the heart grow fonder Mm -hmm. so like if i see you every day i'm just like uh but like when i have to get excited to see you like exactly only a couple times a week and then i have actual substance to talk to you exactly or else i'm just like that's the thing i understand about those couples that are together 24 7 i'm like what do you talk about like it's also like i don't know i just think it's sad when they have like only each other and yeah. i feel like you can tell those couples where like they just have burnt friendships because of yeah. the fact they didn't make balance in their lives it's so like, true there's this girl that i kind of knew at one point and she was dating this guy and like they were always together like mm-hmm. this was back in school mm-hmm. and i like never saw her hanging out with anyone else and then yeah. like he would have something going on like i think he played on like a team or something so okay. he'd have something at lunch or whatever and she would just sit by herself really because he Aww. was like busy and i was always like i felt kind of bad yeah because i was, guess like, but you did it to yourself it is your choice um i guess this also kind of goes into 
a point that I have of like, this was a big red flag for me and I ignored this in one of my relationships. And it like was, oh, I hate myself for doing this. But basically when your significant other, like, like I, I understand there's situations where your significant other and your friends or your significant other and your family aren't going to get along. Yeah. But like the guy I was dating literally hated my friends for no reason and like was so mean to them and I was so passive and I just like didn't I didn't stand up for them and I didn't and I I'm so I hate myself for that but like and then being in a relationship now where like my boyfriend like loves my friends Mm -hmm. so it's just like I don't think like I get it if if you know if you don't love like your boyfriend and your family or your boyfriend and your friends aren't like BFFs you don't all have to hang out but like he doesn't need to shit talk your friends or your family like and so I think that's a big red flag is yeah. like if he sees how much how important those people are to you, he should, he should be respect like, that yeah, and be totally. like, OK, then I'm going to make an effort. Or, and that's even the thing, too. It's like sometimes maybe, you know, going to like your boyfriend's family isn't your favorite activity, but mm-hmm. you do it because that's like yeah, it's part of to them. being in a relationship. Yeah. So if you're with somebody who's like, oh, I don't want to come to your family dinner and they just like don't come for no reason, then yeah. like that's a red flag because they should be wanting to make that time even though it might not be their first choice of activity but it's important to you so it's like it shows respect and like totally should we get into the nitty-gritty i have some some interesting ones okay one of the ones is like lies should not be okay no no lying should be allowed i didn't even have that on my list because i didn't even think that was like oh i i needed to be spoken oh i feel like i've been in situations where like I've had to like Now that you dig. say that though, yeah. Like I feel like I know That's, a lot of friends who've had like boyfriends who've just lied for no reason and it's like, yeah. why? Like, like it's okay to fuck up in a relationship. Like yeah. you're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Things are going to happen and it can be like an extreme fuck up. But if you're able to be honest with your significant other and communicate yeah. and if you guys are able to like make a decision upon that and mm-hmm. move forward or work in whatever direction. But just like honesty is the most important. Like there's no lying is the biggest red flag like oh for sure. hell no get the fuck out <laughs> that That's is not a huge thing and i think that like just a big thing is like having communication in your relationship and if you're not able to like talk about something then a you're probably too immature to be in a freaking relationship because that's part of it is just discussing when there's issues or things happen but if Mm -hmm. you're going to be sneaky and lie about stuff or like i just there's no reason for it i know like Like, what are you trying to hide you are making the act to hide stuff and be sneaky like you're doing something like you you internally feel guilty and you feel like oh i'm doing something bad so you know you're doing something bad it's not like you didn't realize you were doing it because you have that like instinctual feeling yeah so i just think that there's there's no need for that and i know it's bad in this day and age with cell phones like i know i feel like i'm a super sleuth like i literally like i've gotten crazy where i've gone through like i like scroll who they're following on instagram Remember when Snapchat had like your best friends? Yeah. That caused so many issues in my last relationship. Oh my God. But, but I guess in a dang. sense it was like without that you wouldn't have known maybe totally. some of the stuff you found out. Oh my God. I would find these random broads coming up in his Snapchat yeah. BFFs. This is not my boyfriend now, by the way. But anyways, I would be like, hey, like, and I knew, Sure Park is a small bubble. Yeah. So I knew these girls and I would be like, hey like what the f- like well i would call him out nicely just yeah. like give him a like, chance to explain yeah. himself and like he'd be like he'd flip it on me and make it look like i'm the crazy bitch and i'm like yeah. no no like, no why are you looking at? and then after we break up i find he slept with multiple of those girls oh my god hashtag, <laughs> hashtag <laughs> um so do, have you ever like felt the need to go through gerald's phone or like you're well i think I you're probably still a little I'm scarred from fucking, the past yeah, but at the same like, time like I don't, I've never felt the need, but to be honest, I've done it. 
Like yeah. he's been in the shower and I know his passcode. Sorry, Gerald. And I've like <laughs> just done a little snoop yeah. and like I didn't find anything. But mm-hmm. then the, then again, when you're looking, you do find things, right? Yeah. So it's like I didn't find anything at that time, but I have gone through like I've scrolled through who he's following. Yeah. Like I always look at like who <gasps> likes his pictures. I'm like, who's this? Same. Oh my God. <laughs> Usually same. I'm like, it's probably just somebody from high school because like I'm not yeah. worried, but I've never been like actually worried about it. But that's also because Sean's never given me a reason to yeah. be worried. So. I feel you. I feel that too. Like I think... I think that's a big point is mm-hmm. in my prior relationship i never felt secure mm-hmm. he always gave me reasons to be worried yeah so it's like gonna take you a little more time to be like 100 percent trusting of yeah. anybody yeah i really do trust gerald but i just feel like i'll always be like a secret uh like cia Sleuth. agent <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally but, fair that's just bad but no i just think when you're in a relationship i think you should feel secure I think that's a huge mm-hmm. thing and, and I've been in a relationship where I didn't feel secure and yeah. now one where I do and I just think it's like night and day. Yeah. Like I feel like I was crazy and like oh I needed reassurance 24-7 and he just like wouldn't give it to me. Yeah. Which is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Like I think that's a big red flag is like somebody's reaching out your significant others reaching out to you being like hey like I don't feel like you like me or care about this. Yeah. You should just like, I feel like it's easy to just be like, I do care. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, just give you a bit of emotional support on whatever's going on, whether it be just like reassurance of the relationship or if they know that you're kind of like going through a tough time, just being like, Hey, like, what's up? Like, yeah. Like, you know, I know talk about it and bring it up and kind of give you that. But yeah, like my, one best friend she explained this to me in this sense. And this like really stuck with me. So Mm -hmm. if any of your girls are going through this right now where you're just like, you feel like you're never secure. She basically explained it to me like it's like a slot machine. Mm-hmm. So basically you lose, lose, lose like a hundred times and then one time you hit the jackpot. So then it makes it all worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Like so he does you, one thing that's really exactly. nice and then you're like, oh my God, he is a nice guy. Yeah. But then he treats you like shit for like a month straight yes. and then he'll do one more nice thing. It's mentally manipulative. I know. I've it's definitely not okay. like had other friends that have been in situations like that too. Right? And like, they're like, well, no, like this happened and you're like, okay, but that's one out of a hundred. Yeah. It's so easy to see it from the outside. You're like, why the totally. F are you with him? Like, and what usually the, like that one thing is mm-hmm. something that you should just be doing because of like, all the time like like texting you back right or just saying like or like saying like one cute thing to you yeah. you're like okay well maybe he, like he should be saying that all the time i know for no reason and i don't understand why we allow that to continue like go on like I, I let it go on for like three years Dude. which is crazy so that's actually insane i know and it's just so hard i think being a friend mm-hmm. looking at a situation like that because mm-hmm you just want to shake them and be like, what the, like why don't you see what we see yeah. but at the same time like you can't tell them what to do and you can't make that decision for them totally they have to realize it for themselves but yeah. it's like the most frustrating thing because yes. i've happened that's happened to so many girls i know and i just like want to slap them right you like want to watch them glow up you want i'm yeah. like i want you to be with a guy who's going to make you feel so happy and exactly secure. and like and they're they're out there like mm-hmm. like and they always show up when you're the most like when you're not looking which is so ironic i know but. it's so crazy and the other thing too people is your freaking friends and family like know best they know oh, you better 100%. than anyone and if there is people that you're close to in your life who don't like your significant other like there's probably an underlying reason yeah. i don't think that a lot of people just hate on their like best friend or like yeah. their sister or whoever there's not a lot of people that just hate on their significant other for literally no reason. Yeah. They like, want I you to be happy. Yeah. Like I understand maybe not being like the biggest fan. Like you're just like, oh, that's just not my type of person. Mm-hmm. And But you're going to be nice to them. But they wouldn't outright be like, I hate that person or I don't like that person yeah. for no reason. Totally. Like like if, if, if I were able to look at somebody and be like, you know what? He's treating her right. He makes her happy. 
maybe me and him just aren't bffs that's okay like yeah. i just want you to be happy i'm not dating the guy yeah but like yeah if the only reason your friends are gonna hate him is because he treated you shitty exactly and or they did something to because them of it. or exactly totally. or he's been a bit like dick to them and yeah said shit about them or whatever right and they know it and like people <laughs> girls say everything to each other literally literally <laughs> not we know trash everything to your girlfriends if there's any guys listening uh, they might say they won't tell them but they, <laughs> they know will. everything god damn that's but. so funny and also, I think a big thing, I denied this. This is like huge. And ladies, I know you know this too, where you have this internal instinct gut feeling. Yeah. And when you're forcing something that's not right, you deep down know. Like I used to lie to myself and say like, hey, it's going to work out. We're yeah, gonna, this is fine. We're, Everyone we're goes married. through this. It's yeah. going to be great. But I knew, I was like, if we were to get married, there's no way it would last. Mm-hmm. I knew deep down, like this isn't normal. This isn't right. Yeah. But I would like lie to myself and be like, it's going to get better. We're working through this. This yeah. is just like a turbulent time. But it was a turbulent time for three years. Like, yeah, no, <laughs> no, that's, I totally feel that. Also, and they should never compare you to other women. <laughs> no oh ever. i hate that honestly this is my biggest thing and this is a red flag for me that if any guy ever said something about this to me i would honestly be like i think we're done here yeah if they ever comment on your appearance in <gasps> any way shape or form except for if they're trying to tell you that you look good yes or like you look really or, hot or something or yeah. if they could be joking and you know they're joking if they're like you know say you woke up and you're hungover as hell and yeah. you're looking rough they're like wow like you're looking cute or something yeah like, that's one thing uh-huh. but if they ever comment on like your weight or oh, no. maybe you having a breakout and they Mm-mm. say something or like they say something about a part of you that you're insecure about Mm-mm. like that is a no-go hell no you need to run for the hills or if they comment on what you wear Mm-mm. that is a no if you ever tell me i cannot wear something like you have no right if you come out the hell makeup, i want my makeup you don't know anything nothing. about some highlights right some eyeliner. Like, let me do what i want to do unless you're giving me constructive criticism and you're saying like hey Hales, maybe that shirt's like say we're shopping at yeah. zara and he's like i'm like which one do you like yeah. and he'll express his opinion but do not ever say anything mean about my yeah about weight no um like or about what i'm my wearing outfit or, anything. or makeup or i just don't think it's any of your business no at all like i know people whose boyfriends have told them like they shouldn't be wearing stuff out to the bar because they look they look slutty and like you're not wearing that shirt because like, it shows your tits and it's like who cares like trust right? your girlfriend that she's not going to like be flashing her boobs in guys faces like also, she's just like, going out with her friends to have a good time why the hell do you care like you should be like damn my girlfriend looks hot yes like let her flash her boobs exactly like, like, what? it's not like we're gonna like i don't know you gotta be secure exactly like obviously that just hot. shows insecurity yeah. if they're saying stuff like that yeah but if you talk to them about it and they're still doing it or if they're just being complete assholes about it then that's just a no-go right and there's like, a difference between insecurity and just being like a controlling piece mm, of shit true true oh that is so true like like I think it's okay if you're like, I guess if you feel insecure about your hot girlfriend going out and like, you know, dressing slutty, you could tell her, hey, like, I just worry, um, like, you know, other guys are going to, exactly. You could say it in a nice way and have a conversation about it. Also, you could just tell her that you're not telling her like you can't wear that. Exactly. Just say, I feel this way instead of being like, you're not wearing that, which is huge. I don't think any man should ever tell you. No nope 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 and i also think this kind of segues into another thing which is like another red flag is if they are sort of like belittling or making fun of things that you enjoy because i've heard of this happening with other people as well and i've never experienced this before but i just think i've heard of girls where like there's something they're really passionate about or even just like things that aren't even a big deal like going to the bar and drinking Mm -hmm. and their boyfriends are like getting mad that they got drunk 
yeah and it's like, like why they're just having a fun time fun. they're with their friends like they're not doing anything dangerous yeah. like they're just drinking it's like maybe she got a little sloppy but like, that's fine we all do you're gonna lol when you're exactly. like 50 like there's no reason to get mad yeah and that's happened so many times like at the bar with a group of friends and um the guy's gotten mad and there's a big fight and everyone's like oh mm-hmm. so-and-so's mad at so-and-so because mm-hmm. they're so drunk and i'm just like oh my god like right like who cares i think that's a huge thing like i don't know like you have to be able to like it's your life too you're exactly. two humans mm-hmm. you need to be able to enjoy like i think it's so amazing when a couple can like be like two parallel lines and yeah. they're each having like living their best lives but in the same direction yeah exactly you know? i like, think that's a lot like with me and sean for example, one thing is he's very analytical about stuff, whereas mm-hmm. I'm a little bit more emotional, emotional and a little more like, woo, like, mm-hmm. you know, and so like, for example, if I need some answers, I will literally like do a tarot card reading mm-hmm. or like Oracle card reading. And I'm like, ah, oh, this said to do this. So I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like he probably thinks that's so whack. And so like, <laughs> just make the freaking decision by yourself. Like you <laughs> yeah. don't need some fucking cards to tell you. But for me, it just helps me to like reassure like, okay, mm-hmm. yes, my gut was right. Yeah. And so he doesn't ever make fun of me for mm-hmm. all of my crap. Like, I don't think he really believes in astrology. I don't think he really believes in any of the shit that I believe in. Yeah. But he never, ever says like, oh, that's so fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Yes. Like, I think that's mm-hmm. just so important. Like, even if your significant other likes something that you think is stupid, don't say it. Like, yeah. obviously they enjoy it and it makes them happy. So don't like make them feel dumb for right? liking it. That and it totally, could be anything. That totally happened to me too in my last really? relationship. Oh my God. Yeah, like I literally swear I was into like, literally oh oh i was so into yoga and i swear he would be like yoga so fucking stupid like literally shit on me so hard now he's so into yoga oh my Fuck god that. like you know like oh. i'm just like is it just like a defiant disorder like do yeah. you just need to pick a fight but i just think i wasn't into hunting he was into hunting and i never said yeah it was dumb i never like, like was like don't do that that's dumb like i don't yeah. want animals to die but i'm not gonna that's what Say you like something. you yeah, know exactly like if it's extreme okay maybe if it's like out of concern like like they're i don't know like mm-hmm. joining a cult okay maybe then you can be like hey Step in and be like maybe not yeah <laughs> what are your thoughts on this like why no. are you doing this but i mean if it's just like their friends family activities they like to do like you don't need to shit on them like exactly don't you want to see your significant other happy and succeed like right just don't be you an open mind and even like you know try yeah. and see it from their point of view and even like try and try it out for yourself if right? it's something you've never done like exactly. who knows they just probably appreciate you just like taking the time to yeah. do that so i think that's a huge red flag if your significant other has like made yeah. you feel stupid for liking things i think another one too is feeling like you have to compete for attention yeah like i hate i that happened to <laughs> all these stories are you yeah. well i don't I'm even like, think i, I was a in friend. a relationship <laughs> i don't even think i was dating anybody like this is so yeah it's like, like i was alone yeah. no it was in my past relationship oh. but it just sounds like i was like a dumb bitch <laughs> but anyways i felt like I, I was never good enough and that really affected like my confidence like yeah. i feel like i was always having to compete and and like that like just on mm-hmm. the on looks and on that's huge and that's I just, think you're never gonna win no i think that if you're with somebody who makes you feel insecure mm-hmm. like you shouldn't be with them no matter what how good the relationship is yeah. and how good they are to you if there's something obviously wrong because if you're feeling insecure that's not right yeah they, they need to be your biggest cheerleader no, like, like i've never in my relationship currently felt insecure. like insecure and sean's never given me a reason to feel insecure like mm-hmm. he's always encouraging me 
yeah. and like saying nice things when i do get like self-loathing i'm like oh, yeah man, i'm so like fat or like yeah. blah, blah. and he's just like no like he'll always like you pump know. you up yeah which is so important like i think that's so important yeah and i think i sometimes probably forget to do that to gerald and i probably should do that more yeah because like, you know i feel like i'm always the one needing reassurance mm-hmm. but i feel like he probably needs it just as much and i feel like maybe he doesn't vocalize it but because dudes can't be soft apparently (laughs) apparently come on it's okay we all know you're soft deep down (laughs) but i think i think that's another thing too about like making sure your relationship's not just physical like making sure that you do also have that emotional connection like sure you can like bang all day long but it's like can you actually like just sit and have a conversation about your feelings (laughs) yeah like that's so important literally or about your future too like talking about your future and like what either one of you wants out of life i think that's so important and if you're not on the same page like it's gonna i think a lot of people will say like oh i thought that they would come around Mm, because like i've heard of situations where people had a significant other for like a long time they were in mm-hmm. long-term relationships and their significant other was like oh i don't want to get married or i don't want to have kids and they thought like oh well like when the time yeah. comes like they'll want to do it when you know when we're older yeah. but okay. then it comes and then they still don't want to and then it's like well fuck like i really want those things yeah no i think that's a big point um again my past relationship <laughs> he would say the same things like he he was like i'm never getting married i don't want any of that stuff and so then in my head i'm like well, where where do we go then? Like, yeah, like why are you in this relationship? Here? Like, yeah. exactly. So, like, like, and totally, some people aren't down to get married. Some people just want to be in a relationship forever, yeah. or some people don't want to be in a relationship, and that's fine. I think you just need to, yes, be open with what you want, mm-hmm. and don't like lie. No, don't like, compromise what you actually want because yeah. you think like, oh, well, they don't want to get married, so like, I guess I'm fine with it. Exactly. Like, no, you're not fucking fine with it. Yeah, like, and it's your life. Like, you only get to do this once. Exactly. So. That's like huge too because it's like if you made that decision to not have kids because your significant other was like, I don't want kids, mm-hmm. you're going to fucking regret that for the rest or of your life. Them. Yeah, like, like, that's huge. It's literally. a huge decision that you need to make sure that you are on the same page with. Exactly. So if you're not, like, you need to have a discussion mm-hmm. and be it's like, is this something thing. you will ever want? Because if not, like this, there's no point in doing and, this. And literally don't ever forget how many humans there are out there. Right. Like if you feel stuck mm-hmm. and you feel like, man, this is as good as it's going to get. Like it's, it's not, this not. is it. It's like, there's so many humans out there and yeah. like, I, I can contend. I used to feel that way. I was like, I'm going to die. Like no one's going to love me. <laughs> like it's this person or no one. Literally. Like I, I, I don't know where that mindset came from, yeah. but like, I was so distraught about when that shitty relationship ended. Yeah. But like, where did Gerald come from? I don't know. <laughs> He's but waiting in the shadows. Yeah. For you. <laughs> now we watch RuPaul together. So <laughs> ladies, it's it all okay. worked out. Yeah. It's fine. Like, no, totally. And I think also another thing is like, just making sure that your person balances you out. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like you and Gerald balance each other out so well. Cause you have opposites and yeah. like, same with me and Sean. And Literally. like, that's so important. Whereas if you're with another person who's super extreme about things, then like that's not going to work. Stubborn and fiery. Yeah, that's, that's not true. Work. I also think okay, this is what I've learned from my parents. They used to like people can in a relationship you're going to grow and change mm-hmm. too. So like I feel like there was a time in my parents' relationship where they were both very stubborn yeah. and like they would like like butt heads on that stuff and now i feel like they've gotten to a point like my mom is so chill now and she just like can't be bothered to start an argument and like so i think like just you might be going through something right now with your significant other um and and like as long as you guys can communicate and grow through it like i that's all 
I think that's the most important part. Is oh, like, for sure. I think being willing to do that too. Oh, being 100%. willing to change and grow and not just be like, well, this is the way I am. Yeah. And this is the way it's going to be. Like if you need to make sure that your partner is like, oh i can learn something from you because mm-hmm. i mm-hmm. think even like i know i keep freaking comparing this all to me and sean but that's it's okay all it's we your really experience have. <laughs> yeah um i like with me and him like i feel like i've already learned so much from us being together for like two and a half years like mm-hmm. i've learned a lot about like different things he values money a lot and saving and <laughs> yeah. investing and i used to just be like whatever like spend my money and didn't give a shit and i was awful with money and now it's like making me realize more like oh okay well this is the value of things and like he's just made me see things in a different light mm-hmm. and then the spin off of that like i've made him more kind open of a pre- to things. more open to things mm-hmm. and more a little bit more emotional like let me in a little bit more yeah. he's never talked about feelings with anyone in his life Literally. he was so, talking about kids with you i was yeah. like whoa like he never Sean? would have done that ever before yeah. so i think we both have learned things and we've both been open to growing and learning mm-hmm. and also compromising mm-hmm. that's a that's which has been i huge. think that is the bane of every relationship oh, it's been so hard it's like the hardest thing oh. i think i realized too like because we kind of had a little tiff recently Fair. um I wouldn't say a fight, but definitely an argument or like a disagreement. Okay. And we really disagree on a lot of stuff actually, because we're just very opposite people. Fair. But I said to him, I think this was last night, actually, we like went on a little dinner date Mm -hmm. and I said to him after we were kind of talking about it and I was like, I've come to realize that I would rather make some compromises and sacrifice some things, Mm -hmm. not like obviously huge things, but I'll make some sacrifices from what I always thought I wanted Mm -hmm. because I'd rather make those compromises and be with you than to have everything that i want my way and be mm-hmm. alone yeah and, and you I just have to come to that realization like what do you what would you rather have would totally. you rather get everything that you want and not have to think of anyone but yourself yeah or would you rather have that partner that's a tough i think in this day and age like i feel like that's so tough mm-hmm. i think that was probably like back in the day like maybe our parents generation or the generation before that a lot of people would just compromise yeah because that was just what everyone did and it was like 100 percent. but now people want it their way yeah Yeah. so like finding somebody who's willing to compromise with you is huge because you can't beat a dead horse like literally like one person's literally not going to compromise then it's just not going to work 100 because you both have to there's give and pull yeah it's and so you'll be hard. happier when you both can be like, okay, we both made this decision together. together you're yeah, not like, we both got parts of it that we really like. And maybe some of us had to give up something. But mm-hmm. in the end, like you're both content and happy. It's not one person was like, hey, I got my way. Yeah. And one person's miserable. Totally. But then would you be huge. happy being the person who's like, hey, I got my way. And, you, and like, if exactly. you love that person, you don't want them to suffer. No, because they'd be unhappy. Right. So exactly. And I think another thing, too, that makes it easier to think of is like we were talking about okay so i'll just like kind of give a quick span of the situation is like mm-hmm. me and sean are just kind of disagreeing on like where we want to move out mm-hmm. and like the kind of style of place that we want to get right and the location and he had like a different opinion than me and he said like he's like i if i was in your shoes and you decided you wanted to get this place but mm-hmm. i didn't like i wouldn't want to move in there so i understand your yeah you like he put himself in my shoes and was yeah. like how would i feel if i was her yes and like that was so huge because i think if you don't put yourself in the other person's perspective then you're not going to be able to like make the compromise that works because you can't see their side. Totally. And I think that's such a good point in any relationship. Like, I think that's a skill. I don't think you're born with it. I don't know. Maybe some people are. But I think you do. I think it's also how you're raised. Totally. Especially like I think sometimes maybe only children. I was just going to say like not all. skills as much. Yeah. Like because they've never had to share. They've never had to make compromises. Whereas, you know, especially I think me having like a brother a lot. Like it's like we didn't always go to say see the barbie movie like we had to go Uh, see like pokemon because it was like you know things Mm -hmm. like that because he's not gonna watch like 
I think I was the bossy toys. one. <laughs> yeah, or we'd compromise and we'd play like I would be a Polly Pocket and he would be yeah. a Bionicle and we would make up a game with both of them. Like yeah. things like that. Yeah, that's fair. So I think you just kind of grow up. But I think it's also hard too because I was like we've talked about in I think it was like our second episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I was single for like a lot of my mm-hmm. teen and young adult years. I guess I'm a young adult now, but anyways, yeah. <laughs> um, my teen years I was single. And so I always had sort of like these dreams and these expectations for what my life would be right now and now that i'm i didn't really like think about being in a relationship because i've never had so i just kind of was like oh look this is what i'm gonna do and now i'm that that age i'm like oh like it's not what i thought because i'm actually having to consider another human being it's hard it is hard because it is gonna like it's inevitable your plans are gonna change like even if you think about the people who or in relationships and their significant other gets like a job overseas yeah, what do you and do? like you have to make that decision like do I go with them mm-hmm. or like what's more important to you so I yeah. think it is what you value and I think sure. a lot of times like there has to be some give and take but I always think like once you've compromised like I think the outcome on the other side is always better than mm-hmm. because just because you are making that decision with somebody else you get to experience that together yeah. so I think let's talk about some good things to look for in a relationship yeah um I think <laughs> one thing that this is kind of like a huge thing for me mm-hmm. is that you both it's sort of like their happiness means Mm. your happiness yeah so for me like if sean's stressed out or unhappy like there's definitely a part of me that's also going to be unhappy because i'm like oh he's sad so i can't just be like whatever like i want to fix it almost you know sometimes you can't but it's like you just need to give them that emotional support so i think some good things is if your partner is just willing to kind of be there for you yeah. when you need them go through that because time. you know that you'll do the same for them and that i think it's really important if you can both do it for each other because i feel like sometimes there's a situation where some person one of the people in their relationship is like draining all the energy oh, yeah, from the relationship because yeah. there's constantly like going through shit or being so emotional or dramatic and whatever and the other person's just like oh my god like they're, yeah. all their energy is being drained yeah and so i think it's important to make sure that you're both able to navigate navigate that and you're both able to share and you're both able to pull the weight support each other Mm -hmm. and not just be the one that's like i need your support yeah but then when they need it you're just like yeah that's a good point i really like that i think having like balance and depending on each other and but i think this is the first relationship where i've been in where it's been like we live two different lives but Mm -hmm. we like it's, I like the parallel lines <laughs> like we're yeah. doing two different things with our lives but we come together and we enjoy that time together and yeah. I've been able to but he's not run- involved in every single aspect exactly. of your life like and he I've been able to rely on him while going through CPA like I feel yeah. like I cry to him once a week <sighs> and then like I feel bad maybe he hasn't relied on me <laughs> <laughs> no, like, I'm oh, sure, no. like, he's probably Sorry, talked Gerald. to you about things yeah that's true it's like, like pulling teeth getting him to talk so, about his feelings same with though, Sean. but sean's getting better yeah. like his work is really stressful and so now he mm. like talks about work all the time true. to me and if something happens he'll text me and be like oh my god like at work and stress and stuff yeah and you know i feel like i'm just i try and be as supportive as yeah. i can because i know that i'm always like oh my god yes yeah, and he's always like fuck and like yeah. you know tries his best so whenever <laughs> he does open up about something i'm like okay okay like i gotta you gotta listen i gotta yeah listen. i gotta no, be a good like girlfriend that. i think that's a really important um i also think something that i have learned that i feel like is a healthy relationship is like feeling like you can just be outrageous and silly and dumb and mm. i never felt that until now and so like not being able to fully be yourself no. i am the same way with my like past my one past relationship yeah, I have but my fair. plethora of experiences i never 
had that feeling where yeah. I could just like be dumb and I always was kind of like oh like I like I wanted to wear makeup like I would sleep in my makeup yeah. after oh. the bar because I'm like I don't you know really, how bad that is for your pores I know but I always was like oh god Fair. and like I'd go to the bathroom in the morning and, like make sure I didn't look too ugly Fair. like so right? dumb whereas like, like with Sean, I'm like looking <laughs> disgusting I know I'm like hey literally was doing like, with, like yes. three week old hair that I haven't washed and like <laughs> let me tell <laughs> I was literally doing armpit farts and like I feel like I would have never done that around any of my other boyfriends or like it's just funny too because i was saying to sean i'm like there was a time when i was like younger and you think like oh my god like how am i ever gonna like live with the boy like yeah. what if i have to poo or like yeah. fart or something and now i'm just like whatever literally like, i just don't care like we were in thailand and i was like going to the bathroom with the door open in the oh my god that's hotel. brave because well, there was this one bathroom in one of our hotel rooms that was kind of oh, spooky yeah. and i was really scared because like there was like these holes that went down to like the outside and i was scared bugs would come through okay so like, if a bug comes through like i need an easy getaway out of this bathroom yeah. <laughs> so i'm oh like god. i'm just gonna leave the door open and he'd be like on the bed like really like so were you annoyed like, at me but i was like <laughs> yeah whatever <laughs> i just like didn't care and i never thought that i would be that comfortable i'm impressed like i uh i burp pretty often out in the open mm-hmm. he's like ew but like whatever but we just recently went on our first like trip hotel together. trip because yeah. we've gone camping and that's like separate bathrooms yeah. but this was like our first time in a hotel room and like I was so spooked from day like day one. I had the shower on. I had the TV on. Really? I said, "Turn music on." Like <laughs> we did that when we went together. right. And so then by like day five, I was just like, Meh, "Whatever." Yeah. So I feel like I feel you. No, that was funny because I think with me and Sean, it was like our very first trip away together was mm-hmm. to Mexico with my family, but okay, we had our yeah. own room. But this was before we'd ever like farted in front of each other or anything, and we were both really spooked. Yeah. And so like I would go to the bathroom and like the buffet like oh yeah whatever yeah. instead of going in our room because i was like oh i can't like go poo in the room literally like, you might hear and mine are always loud yeah like, and it's then never it was silent. like a couple months later we like went camping and we were like talking and then we were both like brought it up we're like remember when we went to mexico and both of us were so scared and he's like yeah and he's like i was like so paranoid the whole time and then he was like and then that day we're like let's make a pact like let's just like fart in front of each other today <laughs> and just get it over with and he did it he's like okay your turn i was like no i don't <laughs> just kidding <laughs> i left him in the dust really it was so funny literally. but now we're fine but it was just funny because like we were both so awkward and then now we like laugh because we know yeah. we were yeah no that's fair i feel like um gerald is a very graceful pooper like he's just silent like not even a noise whereas i'm like like (laughs) yeah like we're putting in some work but also we did something similar like i i accidentally farted one time when we were camping but it was i thought i got away with it (laughs) he didn't say anything at the time no he didn't say anything at the time until we were driving home into our like seven hour road trip oh my god but i told him to fart in front of me one time i said just do it it'd been a year and he never farted and and he did it and it was so loud and i was like don't ever do that again (laughs) just kidding i was like "Ah." (laughs) just kidding but i think yeah that was a tangent but oh my god i was like you what the actual right we're talking about like stopping anyways this is our daily life so that's the most important thing in a relationship is pooping if you can poo in front of them you're completely fine (laughs) oh frig (laughs) trying to think of some other healthy things another one that's really healthy is that you're both financially stable Mm. in that one person is not relying on the other person because i definitely whenever i hear like oh yeah like she doesn't work she just lives at his place for free my blood is just like oh god like i could never imagine like i'd feel so bad like it's one thing if you're living together let's say you're splitting the rent and one person loses their job Mm -hmm. and maybe one person has to like help out a little bit more that month but then Mm -hmm. you like pay them back yeah but I just think when one person is like paying the rent, for example, or like, for example, if you were to go on like a trip or something and yeah. one person's like, oh, I'll just pay for everything. Like, I'd feel so bad. I also, Maybe that's yeah. just me as a human. But like, I just think you should both 
be able to support yourself and like obviously when you come together with your money you it goes farther yeah I think like goals to be having a sugar daddy but I think it gives me anxiety because I've seen in situations where people have held it over the other person being like well I pay for this for you exactly so and yeah like it's my house like I bought it or whatever the case is or even you never know like you know you hear of these stories where it's the mom never worked a day in her life because the husband was the breadwinner and she was just a stay-at-home mom and then they get a divorce when they're like 50 and then now she's like oh i have no work experience because i literally didn't work my entire life totally and then it's like okay well now you're screwed because you didn't set yourself up for getting being independent i think yeah i think you can be independent in many ways like even if you are in a situation where that one individual is making the income and you and it's enough for both of you like if you are building a life like you're volunteering yeah you're active in the community but and then it's just like you know it keeps you in touch in case yeah if something did happen, happen if you, you did like, well, you can yeah you can see, i have something under my belt that exactly. i was doing i wasn't just sitting at home or like exactly. going to wine afternoon <laughs> Dreams, with my girlfriends yeah no i think that's i think just having that independence being the parallel lines exactly <laughs> and i think also having your partner support you and want and push you to do things oh, yeah, like totally encouraging you to be fit or be fit or to go and volunteer or mm-hmm. to join something that you're interested in or to get a part-time want. job or start your own yeah business mm-hmm. like you know something if they're pushing you and be your instead of holding you back because i think a lot of times especially guys get a little self-conscious because they want to be the, the breadwinner yeah. and they kind of want to be the successful one and i know that's sort of starting to like level out now it's a little Mm -hmm. bit traditional thinking but still i think a lot of guys are like that Mm -hmm. and i've seen it where maybe a guy will try and hold his lady back because he's kind of like oh god like he gets like kind of nervous because yeah shit like she's kind of getting she made more money than me so i think just having a partner who's like no like get it girl like they want to you know we share in this (laughs) yeah like your success is my success so like let's make all the money together but then that also comes back to being secure because if you're secure in yourself and in your job and in your relationship you're gonna want your significant other to like make Mm -hmm. all the money and live their dreams right so you know that they're gonna come back to you and you're both gonna succeed because like your their success is yours too exactly i think that's a big thing is being your significant other's biggest cheerleader and vice versa Mm -hmm. in anything too like even if they have a dream and you're like "Mm, that doesn't seem realistic just freaking entertain them and say you know what maybe it could happen i'm just gonna be positive for them yeah like for example we're like we're gonna be famous podcasters and the boys are probably like okay (laughs) we'll see yeah but then they'll be like how was the podcast yeah like oh i listened to the episode this week like they're supportive they're not like okay idiots like you're not gonna go anywhere with this yeah yeah exactly they shouldn't tear you down right off the bat they're allowed to give you constructive criticism and voice their thoughts but in a nice way like if we were like oh we're gonna quit our jobs and do this podcast and they're like "Mm, maybe reevaluate that plan yeah which is fair but if they were just like that's stupid just shut you down without any like actual reasoning that's that's not okay exactly you know you only got one life on Mm -hmm. this earth like you got to be doing all the things you can't let anybody hold you back no and and no one should drain you or change you you should never have to change yourself to be with anybody you should never be bettering only grow just grow but not change for the worse and not compromise your own beliefs or your values for anybody else but yourself Mm -hmm. and honestly you guys like yeah people say that relationships aren't always like sunshine and rainbows and you're going to have arguments and things might not always be exactly what you wanted Mm -hmm. but you in the end of the day like you should be with somebody who makes you happy and if you're finding that you're unhappy more than you're happy Mm -hmm. then that's I think the biggest red flag and that's what I always say like when you've when I have friends who constantly are complaining about things I'm like it seems like you're at a point where there's like 
90% bad and 10% good. And I guess it kind of comes back to that whole like slot machine thing where it's Mm -hmm. like one good thing makes them happy and then all these bad things. But you kind of need to reevaluate and be like, okay, am I having more bad times or more good times? Because it should be really like, I would say 80% good, Mm -hmm. 20%. You're like, and you could be going through 100% good maybe, but that's a little unrealistic because unless you're like 1000% compatible but I think you're gonna have differences you're gonna want to punch them in the face from time to time especially just because they're men and men are (laughs) (laughs) or women if you're if you're into that or yeah I guess we've just been saying like you're a man but if you're there's gotta be like female relationships that aren't golden I could not imagine being with like sometimes I'm always like it'd be so much easier to date a girl I don't think it would imagine if we were dating each other (laughs) Oh, we just fuck, that would be a disaster. Like, oh, my day was worse than yours. No, my day was <laughs> yeah, worse. Yeah. It'd be like hostile. We'd go months without speaking. Oh, my oh. God. But no, I think. And also, don't forget that, like, it, every, it's not black and white. It's no. all gray. So, like, you could have been in a relationship for a year and not spoken to. I know of relationships that have gone year, like a year, and they have not talked to each other. And they've just lived in the same household and even after that year they were just like okay you know what let's figure this out yeah so it's not it's not black and white things can happen i think it all comes down to like you both want to find a way in the end to make it work yeah and even if that takes a longer period than Mm -hmm. another or you go through frequent turbulent times like Mm -hmm. if you're both dedicated and you're both determined to find a way to make it work like that's the only i think that is like the yeah. most important as long as you can communicate about yes. your issues then i think that you have a chance yes to work through them and don't but think if you can't communicate then there's no hope yes. for you but that is like a lifelong um, thing you're always going to be working on so if yeah. you don't want to like chat with your significant other like good luck you're gonna have a rocky and long long journey (laughs) sean scott i told him he has 76 years to go with me in his birthday card he just turned 24 and i was like 76 more years to go and he was like that is depressing because (laughs) i always say that we're gonna die Die together when we're 100 years old in a bed like the notebook no don't say that it's sad (laughs) no that's what i tell him Uh, and so when in his birthday card i was like 76 more years (laughs) you get to put up with me he's like like, cool (laughs) buckle up at least it's never a dull moment exactly like light of his life literally that's funny i need to start telling gerald that 76 yeah 76 years 492 hours and oh my god that's good luck counting down to our death but yeah i think that was just like a mishmash of all sorts of things Mm -hmm. but we hope you guys found this a little bit helpful maybe i hope we weren't too blunt yeah we don't want to make anybody feel bad but we also want you all to like be glowing and having your best lives like yeah we we want want a guy who's gonna freaking treat like a queen not a guy who's gonna make you feel sad and cry because you should never well i haven't say i have never cried about things in my relationship but not because of them just because of like situations yeah you shouldn't cry they should um, never make 300 days of the year maybe 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 like 27. Yeah. Not every night. You shouldn't About like, them. You can cry about other things every yeah, day, but not yeah, them. Maybe yeah. like 27 days of the year you can cry about something that they yeah. did. But that's the max. But yeah, we can't. We can't be crying about dumb boys and easier said than done. Trust me. I went through that for so long. But I think the universe always, you know, tries to put into action what's meant to be. Yep. So And they will bring your soulmate to you yeah if you're feeling down and you, you want to you're like i want to end my relationship i think but you're like scared that you won't find someone don't be you scared will. don't worry life isn't we meant both thought like- we would be <laughs> single but then the summer we were the most man-hating of our lives yeah. we found just randomly our, love of our lives so Literally. there we are it's true and just be open to it because like like i said if if i was 
only going for those redneck boys, I wouldn't have found Gerald. So yeah, it's just, you know, but at the end of the day, it's your life. You got to live your best life. So ain't letting nobody hold you back. <laughs> well, Whoa. thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Yeah. And we'll talk to you next week. Let's all cry together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye.